Take 3 Wrestling Podcast coming to you on April 7th. That's going to be the 8th by the time thing drops. I'm your host, Ernest Christian, alongside Black Guy Number 1 on my right. Black Guy Number 2 on the top. Jimmy. <laughs> Mike. Joe, not yet. Mike, what's up the, what's up the face? Fat! <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I just want to know what the fuck this, like... Welcome to the uh, show Fake thing news. that you're doing. Fake news. Fake news. I'm like, I'm like, uh, Jim's hero, by the way. Uh, 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 like, what are we doing over here? We, Don't uh, be rude. I don't have my time. Um, so. Oh, hey, by the way, Rick O'Shea. Uh-huh. Still a dick. He's still also IC champion, buddy. Eh, well, it's because yeah, he didn't right. fight at WrestleMania. See, he didn't. he's not even on the commemorative cup, but he's a champion. Well, it's because he didn't That's- wrestle at WrestleMania. <laughs> So, uh, you can uh, you can get that Rick O'Shea shirt over at uh, tpublic.com slash user slash three count Thursday. Well, what merchandising, merchandising. There it is. I love that. I love that uh, song by fucking Mel Brooks, dude, the best. Anyway, uh, Mike, so, you know, Joe's not here. You're a short partner. Uh, how did you enjoy WrestleMania in person? But like, love it for your time, not including the pandemic, of course. Pandemic. Um, uh, so... As I'm drinking out of the WrestleMania Cup, this is right. the most stupendous two-night event. Uh, they actually got that one right. I think this was the most stupendous two-night event in WrestleMania history, if not potentially wrestling history. Um, I mean, I know that Wrestle Kingdom has been pretty good, you know, with their two-night stuff, but uh, this one was good. Um, there were a couple of duds, like always. You have your duds. Um I don't like a couple things from night one, like booking three duds in a row um, and then basically roaring to a finish with the exception of the Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair match, which was uh, somewhere between hot and garbage. And I think that's disrespectful to hot garbage. So that was that bad, huh? Buddy, that match was awesome. I didn't hate the so match. When, when you're talking, they booked three duds in a row. I assuming, I'm assuming you're talking about the first three matches, right? Correct. Okay. I don't think I think the first one would have been fine if Boogs doesn't, doesn't blow his knee out. Correct. I think, I think that McIntyre Corbin, and it sounds funny because it was only eight minutes and thirty-five seconds, but I think that match would have been significantly shorter if Boogs doesn't blow his knee out. Because I don't, I, I think that the opener was going to go for a while, um, and I'm gonna call foul on the Miz and Logan Paul, like. Was okay. it a WrestleMania classic? No. But it, dude, it, it give Logan Paul better. credit, man. Give fucking Logan Paul credit. I want Logan Paul versus Bad Bunny this year in WrestleMania. Not, not every, you don't even take the WrestleMania next year. I want to see Logan Paul versus Bad Bunny in the best celebrity in the last two years uh, bit. See, here's here's where I'm at. Boog's getting hurt. Is it, You're here, and you start this slow decline upward with McIntyre and... Corbin, and then you get up to the the peak of the duds for the first hour. I if you move those matches around, if Boogs and Boogs and Nakamura open against the Usos, then you give me one of the the other main matches, and then you go to to the Corbin McIntyre bullshit, and then you give me another good match, and then you put Logan Paul and the Miz there, and like the two hour mark, like. 
I'm okay. It's the problem of it being back to back to back. Yeah, I, I, like, night night one, and again, I think I think the opening two would have been a lot different if the injury doesn't happen. But like, I, I I will agree there that night night one could and should have been laid out a little bit better. I'll agree with you. That's why I say three duds in a row is because the probably the worst three matches not not named Charlotte Ronda were the first hour of the show. I like I get it. You you don't want to put the women on first. They're not a main eventing, and people even though I think people lose sight of the number one spot being a good spot because you set the tone for the night. Um, look at Brett and Owen in WrestleMania 10. Um, mm-hmm. I mean that was besides the ladder match, which is the first time you ever saw that. That's your that's your best match of the night, and I thought it set a good tone. But like I get people getting their feelings about it. And you also you like the Cody return could have been great in the number one spot, but because it's still light out, you lose some of the effect. So mm-hmm. you can't do that in the number one spot. So the WWE is kind of hamstrung a little bit, and I like the idea of doing the tag thing. And again, just the unfortunate situation of Boogs knee exploding. The Ooh. only the the only route I may have gone differently is I would have actually probably have opened with. Us, Bianca and Becky, because I would have tried to put as much distance in between that match and the dumpster fire that was the SmackDown Women's. Oh, title. sure. Here's I, I'm with you. To me, that should have been the open. I agree 100. But but people, for whatever reason, people think that the number one spot, it's 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 like being buried, quote unquote. People people look at the number one spot as a bad thing. People are dumb. Like, the number one spot is the second. Austin has said it numerous times in interviews. If I'm not last, I want to be first. I want to set that I bar. Either want the, I, I either want to be the first thing they see or the last thing they see. Look at, look at Rollins and Lesnar. Not 2022. Like, look at Rollins and Lesnar at, at 35. That, Thank that, you. That, that pace, like, that being on first First off, credit to Lesnar. If you believe the story, like that was Lesnar's call. They were supposed to be in the middle of the call, and he's like, "Nope, fuck that." That was Jesus. First, it's going to be a banger, um, and it was, and it set a tone for what was a really good Mania. It just ended three hours ago, WrestleMania 35, but it was a good Mania. Correct. Um, what I, what I will say, uh, I mean, Wait, hold on. Hi, Joe. Let's be cool to Joe here. Hi, Joe. He's I muted. Can't hear you. He's You're muted, buddy. He's muted. I said what he didn't talk about. It. I've been here the whole time. <laughs> no, but we didn't say hi, anybody. I didn't say hi. I you know, literally. What are you talking about? We had a whole picture at the beginning of this. Acknowledge you. You he, were. Oh come on! You literally don't remember five minutes ago when I was like, "Oh look, it's Ernest. It looks like his neck is blowing a poop bubble." <laughs> like, come on! That's a whole conversation that we had, and you're just gonna act like that didn't even happen. You know, guest lighting's not okay, Ernest. It's just Joe, not okay. Joe, you know what? You know what? You know what? Joe, buck yourself. Don't, don't, don't. Joe, buck yourself? I like Joe Buck. What's your problem with Joe I Buck? Joe I love Joe Buck. Are you kidding me? It's the assholes around us that don't like Joe Buck. I love Joe Buck. Well, then you, sir, need to be surrounded by different assholes. I agree. <laughs> Joe, buck yourself. <laughs> so. Look at that. The only problem there, Mike, is I think the head's too small. I, agree. <laughs> I would agree with that. Uh, great representation of the lack of neck width of uh, that Ernest has. 
Um, all right, yeah, so that was night one. Um, night two, uh, the Joe sleep counter was at zero. Uh, he didn't fall asleep at all. I'm so proud of you, I'm so proud of you, man. Round of applause. I'm proud of me as well. I did not think that I would actually pull that off. Um, favorite, uh, another favorite part of the weekend, um, was the, like, tour we got to take of the Frisco Rough Rider Stadium because I spent a lot of money in their team store. That was cool. Yep. And, yeah, uh... I can't deny it. We some Rough Riders... I got two Curtis, uh, mini title belts. You'd get that reference. No, you wouldn't. Now go fuck yourself now. Hey, it's not I my got... fault that your credit's good. Hey. Wow. It's really not, though, but okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> it's a, it's a work its way up again, though. It's I, uh... I love that for you. Just give it some blue chew. See Alice, motherfucker. Per our uh, conversation today on the chat. Uh, I thought you were talking about a conversation with your wife. Yeah. <laughs> talking about his favorite football team, the the Seattle's the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. <laughs> I like that. That's pretty good. Night <laughs> uh, two, just like you were saying. I bought I bought a mini title belt or two before night two. That was fun. Wait, how, wait. How much money did you spend wait, on the first I'm going, I'm going oh, into things here, and Carol will be very proud of me. Who bought? Uh, my mom did. For me. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Exactly. You were Father's being, Day present. The first, the first one was a casualty of war. <laughs> the second one, the second one, mom. <coughs> What was really cool is that second one, they only made like 500 and you got the third, like third last. to last. Yeah, like the third to last one. So this is, this isn't the actual review of the show, is it? Well, we can make it the review of the show. We can, we can. Yeah. Do you want the entire card or just go through the stuff that actually matters? I don't care. I just wanted to get my title belts. Oh, that's so cool. That one is awesome. I don't think there's any reason to go over the entire card. If people are here, they've already watched WrestleMania. They know, you know, like I, I think giving giving your your thoughts on the biggest match moment, you know, what what banged, what didn't bang, and there was more that banged that didn't. To me, it, it go. I and you probably read it off on the uh, on three counts tonight when you know question of the week. It was Austin for me, dude. It was Austin. It was Austin all the way through. It was Austin twice. That's Double bad, shot to Austin. Funny. I mean, what? Oh, I like that. Ooh, Wing Eagle. <laughs> See, I can what? tell you. Eggplant emoji. Sorry about that. Matt Riddle came over. Anyway, I can tell you. Rob Van Dam? Yes. I can tell you that my whole topic tonight is basically based on my thoughts on WrestleMania because my topic <laughs> is what do they do to make next year's WrestleMania special? Because I love this year's WrestleMania, but every special moment was either a debut or a callback or something like that. It's the kind of the kind of well that you're not getting to go to every single year. You're gonna run out of well water. Sure. So, so night like, one was. I mean, obviously the highlight of night one was. I mean, Cody obviously you know 
was what I mean. If you follow the dirt sheet, we knew he was coming at some point next. I, okay, so I love the Cody moment. The Cody moment might arguably be my second favorite live moment that I've ever seen at a WrestleMania. Nothing's probably ever going to surpass the Seth Rollins cash in at thirty-one. Like, I was going to say, I, what's I, number one? And that, that, so, that's a banger. So, I'm someone who, when I go to wrestling shows, and Mike can attest to this almost more than anybody else. Probably. I don't actually react very much. I'm actually very kind of reserved and to myself. Really? Like, I'll clap. And yeah, I'll you're that man. You bull your shit. Dude, that's how Ryan is. You're fucking yeah, boogie, buddy. I'm not going to, like, jump up and down, get super excited. Like, if I'm super into something, I'm like that person who you say a joke to, and they're just like, that's funny, as opposed to actually laughing. Mike, you saw, I, we went to Diamond last, last, last year, and uh, when fucking Malachi came out, I fucking freaked. Yeah. Um, so, for those of you watching at home, I just gave you a quick uh, review of the WrestleMania belt while Joe was talking. Yeah, man. So I like here's, fucking child here, buddy. Look at this shit. But here's my thing. So the Seth Rollins moment, the Seth Rollins moment, I actually jumped up and down. The Seth Rollins moment actually got me to that level of, oh, shit, oh, my God, this is a thing. So that will forever be the moment. I don't know that anything will ever surpass that. I got goosebumps with Cody Rhodes. When his music hit, (laughs) the goosebumps were there. The feeling was real. I was excited to be there. I got the whole thing on video. Like, I have – it's like a – Five minute long video in my phone that I'm probably never going to delete, but I can't post it anywhere because YouTube legal reasons slash it just won't fit on like. Buddy, I went I went live for Austin coming out, and like three people joined the live, and it won't post a video on Facebook because WWE owns whatever and blocked the video. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Snap, snap, block. They did the fucking homework. <laughs> damn. This goddamn dude. The um, the Cody return is, I mean, like you know, the the, the WWE just released the 38 best WrestleMania moments. Um, the the other other week, the the Cody return is 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 easily in the top ten, like. And and don't get me wrong, I think the WWE's list is definitely biased, gimmicked up to push certain certain things higher, whatever. But like that Cody return is, it was it was so good. Um, yeah, like I'm sure right now the Hardy Brothers return isn't making the WWE list, but that's probably a good like top fifteen. Okay. Moment. Yeah, I'm mean, uh, certainly that's been- a badass hat. Look at a fat leprechaun, Mike. <laughs> it's the Fresno queso. But man, dude, like, because like, and what was hilarious on 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 our end? So the the three count guys, we all went to Matt's house. We we watched it all together. Um, you made his fridge, all beer and shit. Fucking yeah, we did. That's pretty funny, um, <laughs> dude. Um, all so Ernest just called Mike a fat leprechaun, and all I keep thinking to myself is. Stay away from me, Lucky Charms. Because that's what a fat leprechaun would say. Why? Why? You just just mixed the (laughs) cookie monster and fucking... Three-fourths of my (laughs) voices I do are just cookie monsters saying things that the other person would say. Hi, cookie. 
I'm Jay-Z. <laughs> what the hell is even that? Um, <laughs> but so after the, after, um, Mark from Texas gave his 45 minute testimony Friday night, uh, live on Peacock. Um, and he, and he put the trench coat and the hat back on and never say never. Tim was convinced that it was going to be Taker on, on Saturday versus I thought it would be too. So like the, 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 the whole ride over the whole afternoon, he's like, fuck, it's going to be Taker. It's going to be Taker. Going to be Taker. Like he, he is, he is full on convinced that it is going to be, uh, the Undertaker. In the, uh, in the Seth Rollins match. Even to the point where like, when the, when the lights went out, like he's like, oh, it's gonna be fucking Taker. Like he was so pissed. And I'm just like, give me the sounder. Give me the fucking sounder. Hit, like hit me with that wrestling only has one, has more than one royal family. And like, because, you know, we're all reacting to it in the moment. You could hear like the whisper. I didn't hear it in the arena. Ryan. Ryan thought it was Bray Wyatt. I said that that could be a possibility. So when when we were driving over, I said that there was a zero point zero percent chance that it was Taker. Never say never means never say never. A couple years down the road, there was no yeah. chance he was. Give me that Saudi bag. I saw no, somebody. No, no, wait, 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 Jim. Give me that zero point zero. Real quick. I saw somebody tweet it on um, zero point. Zero. I saw somebody tweet Friday night. He's like, never say never, but that Saudi bag hits different. Um, it's true, though. It is true. Uh, ask Shawn Michaels about it. Um, oh. But like... Buddy, they're still trying to get Chris Bowflex to come over. Jesus. I don't understand, though. If they paid Shawn Michaels so much... Why... What? Um, if they paid Shawn Michaels so much, he can afford a good dentist. So, like... He could also afford fucking some eye surgery, but whatever, man. He can also afford a fucking good wig so he doesn't have to come out bald, but here we are. Um, but, like, yeah, so so Ryan, when you he heard the whisper, like, thought it was thought it was Bray, and I couldn't make out what, he, what it said. But then, of course, when the music hit, and it was just like, this is fucking awesome. And I've seen a lot of people say, like, uh, you know, with that entrance alone, WWE made Cody a bigger star than he ever was made in AEW. I'm like, I see what people are saying. Cody was a bigger star in WWE before AEW even started than he was ever in AEW. The reason he was a big deal by starting AEW is because of where he was before and because of what his name is. But I get what they mean. Like, the lights, the screen, like, the biggest WrestleMania logo of all time. Yeah. the the lights, the presentation, the promo, like they had more pyro in like the first batch of pyro than AEW's had in their three year of existence. Oh, so yeah. I get what people are saying. It's this grandiose presentation that already makes Cody look like a more important deal. And guess what? Obviously, we're looking at it in hindsight, but he's already has his fucking target set on the tribal chief. An opportunity he never got in AEW. By their own booking, so he like that. That to me is top, absolute tops of night one. The Austin stuff was fucking fantastic, but like <coughs> Cody stuff just hits. Different. 
Well, to me, the Cody thing was, no, was not a surprise. I mean, I, I said that I, it was a 98.6% chance of him coming out there against Seth. You know, it was, to, to me, what got me was the execution. The yeah. execution was per, per perfect. Perfect. It, it, sure. it had it had me missing him in AEW. It really did. I was like, oh man, he's really here, and I'm and I'm happy for the guy for the record. And I, I'm sure he'll, they'll they'll book him as good as you can, you know, go, at least starting out. But yeah, the execution was fantastic. Like he looks right, like so, a, so. Since you miss him so much in AEW, you fucking Mark. Yeah. Factual. What could what could AEW have done more with him? They booked themselves into a fucking corner the day they fucking started the company by having him lose a fucking match that he should. Which I hated. Which I hated. I mean, we discussed in the podcast two years ago. We hated it. So again, you miss him. You miss him in a place where there was nothing for him to do. No, no, no. no, Again, I'm not saying that. I'm. I'm. Look, I thought it had been booked properly in that same way. The only thing that Cody could have done as part of AEW slash ROH. Mm-hmm. Would have been show up at Supercard and help Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt take out fucking Gresham, leading to the return of Samoa Joe that actually happened. Let me clarify, wait, wait. He made the right decision. There is space for him now to flourish in a big way. And, and, and as we said before, leading up, you know, beyond the rumors of him when he left AEW. Can we, can we also not forget the fact that he was a fucking great fucking heel when he was the Intercontinental Champion as dashing Cody Rhodes and as the right. fucking Phantom so, of the Opera, and so they just this, decided to put him with fucking uh, his brother and Sandow and fucking mm-hmm. decided to just shit all over fucking him at, at one point? No, of course. So admittedly, like, I, 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 I didn't watch Cody's run, you know, before he went to AEW, all, but he is as hot as he's going to be now. Like, striking iron is hot now. Strike is hot. And with all the injuries they've had now, and Roman's hurt, especially too, there's space for Cody to be a top guy immediately. Make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, is Kingdom the first wrestling theme song to ever be in, like, eight different companies? <coughs> Probably. Because he's been using that no. shit. Since like 2016. Really? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Liger's used the same entrance theme for fucking every company he's fucking been in. But he's not been in as many companies as Cody. Because think about it, Cody's used that theme in. He used it in TNA. He used okay. it in ROH. He used it in. Okay. He used it in AEW. Now WWE. He used it in NWA too, right? Huh. He probably used it when he came out at NWA. Yeah, I think AAA too. Didn't he do some work with them? Like, but but you gotta remember, remember, Liger was in WCW, NXT, New Japan, All Japan. Did he use that for NXT debut? Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm like 99 percent sure he. The one match he wrestled, he used his theme. That's what I'm saying. But Liger is the only other one that I could probably put in the conversation. Good company. Yeah. Need more Liger. But like, you Liger. I I said it. I said it. Um, and obviously we'll see what the next from the time we're recording this, the next twenty four hours brings us, because we don't know. There's mystery out there. Um, there's going to be some things that are going to happen. I. I have mixed feelings, but, but like, I, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think the tribal chief is as hurt as some people might think he is. But anyway, 
me, for me, I said it, I said it two months ago. If the rumors of Cody Rhodes coming to WWE are true, you make him world champion as quickly as possible. Agreed. You do not even let that rose start to wilt. You get, you get the title on him as quickly as possible. And I mean, night one, he's already set his target. So I, I, I think that's where we're headed because here's the deal. Vin, and this is what I've always said. Vince McMahon, no matter how much he's an asshole, is the smartest businessman that this industry has ever seen. Without question. He knows where the money lies and the money lies in Cody Rhodes. <coughs> Because Cody Rhodes left the WWE, went on a speaking tour about why he's a, he's anti the machine. He started a company that was a middle finger to the machine. And in less than three years, he has come home. He has cut a promo that says there was no tough decision. This was the decision. This is the title that I want to win. So the guy that started a revolution in less than three years is already back and you make him champion. That's the smartest fucking business and the easiest fucking business you can ever do. I I actually said it the other day. Is this not extremely reminiscent of the way that Eric Bischoff argues the NWO angle actually was? Because we all saw it from the point of view of, oh, these WWF guys are coming over to take over WCW. But his argument has always been it had to be Scott Hall and Kevin Nash first because they had the history with WCW where they were failures who then had success outside of the company and were coming back to be like, look, bitches, we are successful and now we're going to take over your company. That is actually something that you can strike with right here now, too. Cody literally did the same thing. Drew McIntyre did the same thing. There's a few guys that you have there that you could argue did the same thing. They want to get an angle like that together. I'm not saying that they're going to do an NWO angle, but I think you could at least do it with a Cody, like, from his perspective, because that's the story. That's what everyone's talking about. That's the real thing. This man... Regardless of what you want to say now, the truth is he left WWE because he knew he was never going to get to the top of WWE by just staying in WWE. Absolutely. He had to go and make his name on his own. He had to. But he did. 100% he did. So that's my lasting impression of night one. Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch were fucking brilliant. That match was weekend. Bianca Belair. That was first, not match of the weekend, Ernest. Stop. The first Fine. person. Fine. The first person. You haven't watched FTR versus the Briscoes. You can't commentate on what was match of the weekend. Oh, WrestleMania match. I'm not talking about, like, overall. You said match of the weekend, moron. That's match of the weekend. I'm talking, we're talking about WrestleMania. That's not anything else. Don't say match of the weekend if you mean match of WrestleMania. There is a difference. Words. Use them. How do you like that? We're talking uh, WrestleMania. Okay. You said we're talking WrestleMania. It was the best WrestleMania match of the weekend. There you go. See, use your words. You would have gotten cut off if you used your words right. You know I can't do that. Well, that's true. Worst. Um, 
But uh, Bianca, first person to ever win world titles in their first two WrestleManias. So Wait, that, an update. Match five and one, by the way. Nobody cares. Um, no, no, I, well, match five and one. You'll, you'll still find a way to finish 12 games under 500. Nobody yeah, cares. Correct. They're, they're, they're going to be. April, April, by June, I'm, I'm quitting suicide. Yeah, they'll be 60 and 102, so nobody You cares. won't even watch a Mets game in June because you'll be so busy watching the heat fucking implode, but I digress. Wait, wait in June finals, I mean? Yeah, cool. Yeah, man. Like, really? No. no, no, whenever you don't get to the fucking finals and you're talking about rebuild. Look at it in the slapper, buddy. So you're not, be- you're, you're, you're not better than Milwaukee. You're not better than Boston. Try again. No, but in Milwaukee. That's, that's how far I go. Milwaukee. And you've lost to us two out of three, bud. Good luck. Oh, okay. Robert, <laughs> you, you won't get past Brooklyn if Brooklyn is the eight seed. They're not going to eight. They're going to get the seven seed now. I hope Cleveland beats them and they get the eight seed and they shove it up your ass in five games. I think that's the talent barrier. It doesn't matter. It ain't going to happen. Get wrecked. <laughs> go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, fucker. I know I don't understand. I know I don't understand whatever sport you guys are talking about, but did you Croquet. just announce some Tally Berry? What? Yeah, I, I said I will have some Tally Berry, but it won't, not gonna what happen. What the fuck does that mean? You want to have some Tally Berry? Oh wait, you're, you're gay. I forgot. Never mind. It doesn't work. Jim, go ahead. Fuck you. Can we, talk about, can we talk about word. Word. Sunday now? Yeah. Yes. Wait, wait, Austin. 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 Oh my god, I love the fact that Kevin Owens has now main evented at WrestleMania. Thank I you. I feel like that's been buried. Yeah, but come on. It this should be buried. Back in October, he his the body language experts had him pegged for AEW. Yeah, he, remember? So, he looks so upset. He, he's definitely he's definitely signing with AEW. He's so unhappy yeah, here. Jim, 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 Sammy let's Zane Jim, let's be real though. All I know all three of us here said you may go awesome going to AEW a lot higher. Let's not be. Let's not. Let's not have religious history here. You, you two jabronis all said, eh, "It looks like AEW belt. Looks like it." Well, yeah, it did. I mean, it certainly, it was obviously it's a possibility. It's always a possibility when it when it comes. Yeah, I just think it was a possibility oh. that Cody Rhodes came back to WWE at fucking WrestleMania. Genius. Anything's on the table, no matter what the fuck it is. Because at the end of the but day, I'm not saying it's not a bad take that Kevin Owens is rumored to leave WWE at that time. You know what? I'm rumored to go throw tomorrow for the Mets because you guys don't have any starting pitching. That's a rumor that I'm starting. So, but EJ, there's, a, there's a big Which difference. Match? There's a big difference between people saying, "Oh my Mets." Yeah, yeah it, it, it's 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 opening day. Stop it. Stop it. Opening day. Show some respect, are, Baltimore. Okay, show some respect. Opening day takes are stupid. They're stupid. I people agree. get mad. People get worried and upset when their team loses on a Tuesday in April. It doesn't fucking matter. It I doesn't know, I agree. matter. The only time, the only time I get upset when my team loses on a Tuesday in April is if somebody that's a big part of the fucking team gets hurt. Losing a game is one thing. Losing a guy for like four it's months. Not, like, it's not the losing yeah. game that upsets you. And that's Correct. my point. It's, it's exactly. I don't care about the game. That's one game. Exactly. Thank you. Um, but like yeah i i'm talking about the people i'm not talking about people that said oh there's a chance that he looks at aew absolutely you'd be fucking you'd be fucking dumb at this point in the wrestling business if you're not negotiating on the other side when your contract goes up of course it's leverage it's a leverage play you're stupid if you don't 
It's the same reason that Kyler Murray deletes the Cardinals off his fucking social media. It's the, the same reason Debo Samuel did the same thing today with unfollowing the 49ers. It's all, leverage plays at, it's all leverage plays at this point. Joe, this is football, by the way, so let you know, in case you uh, don't know. Uh, yeah, I follow football. <laughs> you don't think I'm into a sport where there's tight ends and wide receivers? <laughs> um. You know what I mean? So, like, you'd, you'd be dumb to not negotiate. You'd be dumb not to even – for there to be a, a, a narrative that begins to let's, create. Let's, let's 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 step back. Take a step even further back. The greatest – arguably the greatest faction in wrestling history happened because two guys went and negotiated for more money in Hall and Nash. Bret right. Hart left when Vince said, I couldn't pay you the money – and he got more money from Turner. Exactly. It's been going on since the fucking 80s. This right. isn't fucking rocket science. So right. for some random schmo to be like, man, this guy's body language looks like he wants to go fucking shove a popsicle up his fucking ear and go to AEW. Like, cool. Right. I, yeah. Meltzer like, and I, those guys are selling subscriptions. They're conning the fucking country into buying subscriptions where you get their opinions on if someone's using two-ply toilet paper or three-ply toilet paper. At the end of the fucking day, who gives a shit because it's not my ass that's being wiped with it? Right, like that, and that, that's my point. My, my point is the people that create this over-the-top narrative that, of course, the AEW fan base runs with. And, and you know, to their... They're so fucking annoying. I'm sorry. That's one like, of the most annoying like, fan base ever. They, they, they run with it because, like, that, like really, that's their MO as, as their company. It's the next biggest debut. It, it's, what they're, it's what they've they're built on. If you, run, if you run out of a talent pool... To flood in, you're, you're gonna you're gonna start having problems. But like, so so for the the, the notion of Kevin Owens possibly coming over, then Sami Zayn. Well, if Kevin goes, Sami's gonna go. Um, which I get it. Like they're always like eternally linked to each other. But like, I I don't I don't think there was ever actually any smoke there. I really don't. Like, yeah, maybe it was a negotiation. Yes, yeah, so it was a possibility. But at the end of the day, I I like I don't I don't think. Like AJ Styles resigned and never even nobody in his camp. Like he's even said it. Nobody in his camp. And I, I don't know if AEW's <coughs> gunning down for AJ Styles, but nobody in his camp even. I think if, I have a. If you believe what he says, nobody ever even talked to AEW. So like, there's certain guys that I'm like, they're they're actually maybe happy over here, and they're. they're I, I think I, I think I have a bigger. I think I have a bigger take here when it comes to the. Jumping from WWE to AEW. With the exception of Adam and Kyle. How many of them have really left? How many of them have been let go to then show up in AEW? Well, let how go many have left. chose to leave WWE to bet on themselves? Not Keith Lee. That's it. Okay, so three out of their fucking debuts. Right. Are, are the ones that are the, the left WWE to bet on themselves. Right. Keith Lee didn't. Ruby Soho didn't. Tony Storm took her ball and went home. Well, Tony Storm left. But I still think she had time on her contract. And I think right, WWE right. was fine with just being like, you know what? Go do you. Yeah, w- yeah. WWE didn't give a fuck about her leaving. That's But at the end of the day, they still had to let her go. Sure, absolutely. Mustafa, Mustafa Ali asked for his release fucking months ago, and they're telling him no. Yeah. If they think that that you're going to go do something in another company that's going to potentially harm them 
or be a threat to them, and they're going to give you every opportunity to you be used there before they let you go. But there's three people that have debuted in AEW that are gets. Everybody else's, that's the next stop for me. It's crumbs. Basically, everything is crumbs. It's not crumbs. It's not what I'm getting at. Three people have chose to leave WWE. Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, John Moxley. One person has chosen to leave AEW, a former executive vice president. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, every other debut that they've had have been released. Malachi Black released. What about Austin? Yes, we can get back to talking about Austin because I know Joe wants to talk about the true star Austin of night number two. Oh, yeah, we'll, Austin, we'll get to your boy Austin, Joe. I just segwayed you, Joe. Let's go. Get 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 to it. What do you want to do it now? Oh man, don't. Mind. I was licking everyone to that man's emoji. Go ahead. Let's go. Hey, he's a great, fantastic individual, and he deserves all the success that he's about to have. No, I agree with you. You know nothing about him personally. How do you know that he's a great person? He's a great guy. I mean, he's probably an asshole, but he also probably has a huge dick. No, he's 100%. He's 100% an asshole. Like, you think so? Right, because most wait, guys are a guest uh... No, I read Twitter. Oh. He's one of those that has some people that aren't very pleased with some of the decision-making that he's done in the past and are very vocal about it. Trust me, when you go down the rabbit hole of looking at the, the Nash Carter stuff, you go down the left street, and then all of a sudden there's, like, a list of people where you're like, why isn't Gable's Steveson uh, released. Why isn't Austin Theory released? Why isn't this person released? Trust me, don't make the left-hand turn. It's very dangerous down there. It's very well, dark. I, I wouldn't mind going down his rabbit hole. Okay, That's a different hole. Okay, 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 we're done. Pat McAfee. You oh. would, no, no, hold on. The, 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 the turn I took was the Twitter one. You want to make the right-hand turn and go to his. Yes. You want to go right at the stoplight. Nobody else go left. Everybody else just keep going straight. Because you're not straight. Can, move on with our right on the car. Can, can we actually talk about the fact Can we talk about the fact that Matt, Pat McAfee needs to be wrestling at least four times a year? Pat, yeah, Pat, Pat McAfee is one of the greatest sports entertainers of all time. Yep. Yes. Pat he needs to be used on a Brock Lesnar level. He's where a great he pops guy. up like four times a year He's and a has an guy. awesome fucking match against somebody. He's a great guy. Pat McAfee, greatest celebrity appearance at WrestleMania. Does it even count as a celebrity appearance anymore? I'm going to say yes, because he was, he did not start as a wrestler. <coughs> he's an, well, he's an employee of WWE, but I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess he, he started He started as an athlete, just like no, 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 By that argument, then every time Goldberg wrestled, there was a celebrity match? Correct. Yeah, worst celebrity ever. <laughs> According so, to Fred Hardy. So the new the answer for worst do. celebrity to ever wrestle at WrestleMania, Goldberg. No, that's incorrect. Our Goldberg, that's my, incorrect. My, my accountant. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a Snooky match, bud. Trust me, that was worse. Like I've never seen it before. Well, if you if you run back your greatest WrestleMania list but by next year, then you'll be. 12 months, big Jim. Jim, 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 I got 12 months for that. I know, but you haven't seen it yet, but you'll see it. Start watching it now, dummy. <laughs> I, I know. I'm, I'm WrestleMania 20 through 23. Hold on. Better, better. Before, before, before. He has to watch Sonic tomorrow. So, so this motherfucker tells me he wants to do a WWE 
40 like they did the NBA 75 where you do like the, the top 40 wrestlers. And we're doing whatever. that over the summer. Buddy, if your rankings are half as bad as your rankings for the month of March for the fucking wrestler of the month, I swear to God I'm going to come through this fucking computer screen and karate chop the no neck you have because it's hot garbage. Wow. Take like a 17-year wow. break wow. and you expect to have a decent take list. Right Funny, his number right his number one wrestler is gonna be like fucking uh, Charlotte Flair. He's Charlotte. You dumbass. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. When I get to the wrestler of the month and I tell you who he has, you're gonna look at me and you're gonna go, "What the fuck?" Well, number one. Yeah, probably number one. Be oh, ready, Jesus. Yeah, probably number one for real. Yeah. I have a problem with multiple things on your list, bud. We'll get there. I mean, I get it. Uh, night two. Stand out. Obviously, Austin and Pat McAfee stood out. Um, what else stood out night two? I uh, love better pacing. Better, better pacing, pacing night one. two than night one. Night two, definitely better than night one overall. To the better was, tag time it was more balanced. Match, amazing. Definitely more balanced. Night night one had higher highs. To, to me, had higher highs and lower lows. Right. Uh, night one was more of a kill. The... the Knoxville Sami Zayn match is one of the one of the greatest wrestling. Like that is sport, that was is. so fucking good. Like it really was so fucking good. What a sport Sami Zayn is, man. Seriously, he gets it. Fucking goddamn right, he gets it. Absolutely oh, gets it. My, my wife hated that match. She hated that match. Fourteen minutes and twenty five seconds of pure fucking entertainment joy. My wife hated that match. She hates Johnny. She's Austin. wrong. She is wrong. I don't tell women they're wrong. <laughs> Hardly ever. She you tell your wife she's wrong ever? She is fucking wrong. You tell your wife that she's wrong ever? Wrong. Do I tell my wife she's wrong? Yeah. No, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, if she would literally, like, walk outside and be like, you know, the sky is uh, purple. I'd be like. It's so bad that no. you literally became a fan of your rival because of her. Possible. Well, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. He ain't lying. You're so fucking whipped. <laughs> like, you aren't. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Yeah, we know you are Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> fuck you, Michael. <laughs> Clown. I don't want to go to that fucking movie, man. I'm going with my kid. Uh, all right, so <laughs> takeaway, yeah, definitely better paced. Um, I will say I still feel like the main event was abruptly finished. Yes, um, I it was. Phone and I was just like, but we have 15 minutes left. Fuck what is going on? <laughs> um, that sucked. Uh, especially because I think that match was kicking off into third and fourth gear. Um, so it sucks. And that's why I truly think that there is something wrong. I'm not, I don't know the severity of it. Obviously, none of us do. Could be small hyperextension that they pop right back into place and they're just letting the swelling go down to do an MRI. He could be out a couple weeks, maybe not have a match at, at Backlash. Hell, maybe you make it a six-man tag match. You go RK Bro and, and Cody versus. Backlash. Get it right. No, fuck you. It's WrestleMania Backlash. No, it's Backlash. I hate it. Wrong, sir. Wrong. I, I want to. Sami Zayn tweeted this uh, today at seven about seven thirty. My WrestleMania match against Johnny Knoxville is one of my all-time favorites. Definitely one of the matches I'm most proud of. I've had a lot of great matches in my career. I just put this up with any of them. Anyone who saw that match will remember it. <coughs> that was uh, that was sports entertainment. It's you, you can't you can't sum it up any better. I just love the mousetrap spot. 
That was great. Goddamn good. I wonder if he's right about that. Like, I wonder how many people will actually remember that match. Like, it will stand out. It will stand out because when of that. Here's what's interesting. I, I feel like at some point we should go through WrestleManias and just be like, how many matches can you name from each WrestleMania? Because well, I, I don't know. I don't know. Give, me, give me a year. Well, I don't necessarily know that that maybe it's 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 2007. List me three things that you can like name from that show. But I I think I also think like remembering a match like you may not be able to remember um you may not be able to be like oh man do you remember like you know bullet in my head I couldn't I I probably it would take me a little while to like dig in and remember like which like TLC match was at WrestleMania which one was at <coughs> Slam between DLC two was WrestleMania seventeen. I'll never right. forget that. Like I, I can I can picture moments, but I can't necessarily remember if they're like on that show. And I think that's what Sami Zayn means. It's like I'll always be able to go fucking Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Maybe because I'm a big of a, as big of a jackass fan as I am, I'll probably be able to remember his WrestleMania. You were really that big a fan of that show? God damn right, dude! It was so good. It was so. Fucking- I mean, when you when you think when you really come back and you think about this weekend of WrestleMania, like the five things that stand out, unification, mm-hmm. Cody's return, mm-hmm. Bianca wins, Johnny Knoxville, Stone Cold. Yes, correct. Bingo. Correct. There's your five. Yep. That, no, that's, that's correct. That's but correct. Like, like, yeah, Edge and AJ Styles had a good match, but Edge and AJ Styles might, may have 35 I, I might put Vince McMahon's surprise. Well, that, that goes along with Stone Cold. Austin, too, though. The whole thing goes to Austin. Well, it's because you didn't also enjoy Johnny <coughs> Sami Zayn as much as everybody else did. Right. No, true. I'm not a jackass fan. I never have been. Yeah, yeah. Just, just like you'll remember the fact that Austin Theory had uh, nine abs instead of seven at WrestleMania because you want to lick all of them. And the rest of us are going to go, wow, that's not fucking sanitary. That's not sanitary at all. Only Joe. <laughs> Only Joe. But, at, but again. It came into when, me. <laughs> you, go, you go from a wrestling fan who. Shit fucking Joe, Jim. It, it's Ryan. them talking. That's how you use that's a soundboard, UJ. I know Ryan. Killer. But that's the thing. When you, when you go to a random wrestling fan and you go top five things from WrestleMania uh, 38. They're gonna they're gonna tell you Austin the shit with Austin. Mm-hmm. They're gonna tell you the unification match. They're probably gonna tell you Bianca winning, and they're gonna talk about Logan Paul and Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, yeah, you're not you're not wrong. Um, and that's where the celebrity and that's where the celebrity shit works because you're getting people that aren't wrestling fans talking about the fact that Logan Paul and Johnny Knoxville had WrestleMania matches that people will not <laughs> would never watch if it wasn't. Oh, yeah, no, it's funny, like, we can all sit and when you analyze WrestleMania 11 and have the argument for, oh, Lawrence Taylor and Bam Bam Bigelow didn't belong in the main event, but honestly, if you ask nine out of ten people, maybe maybe, maybe less than that, maybe like seven out of ten wrestling fans to name a match from WrestleMania 11, I bet you that they're going to go for Bam Bam Bigelow versus Lawrence Taylor. Yep. I mean, objectively, as one of the worst WrestleManias ever. So, oh yeah, no, hot garbage. You're going to you're going to pick up. But that's the thing. 
it's hot garbage, but you're going to name the, the, you're gonna the match. You're going to pick out LT, and you're going to pick out Pam Anderson's boobs. Yeah. Right. 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 Pam McCarthy, you, you Pam, won't, Joe, but we no. everybody else will. <laughs> well, 27. WrestleMania 27. What, what are you naming from that? The end of Edge's career and Snooki. And the part of the build of Roxena. Yeah. The yeah. fact that the Miz won the main event of that WrestleMania, that is a memory. The Miz getting his brain dusted. Yeah. But that see, but the, see, but that's the funny thing. When you start looking at it from that perspective, when you start thinking about it, last year, perfect example. What are you talking about? The women's main event, mm-hmm. Bad mm-hmm. Bunny. Yeah. Bob. The thing that pops in your head you're, is you're, Bad Bunny. Uh, yeah, the the fiend and whatever the fuck that was. Roman Stackham pin him. Stack him. And and Vince McMahon welcoming fans back. And Roman Stackham. Yeah. I mean, for me, and maybe this is a from being at the event thing, but WrestleMania 37 will always remember as the one where cardboard cutout sat next to us. Because <laughs> yeah, no know. other WrestleMania will ever be like that. Not oh, no, you had you had a diff- definitely different perspective than people watching it. <laughs> You know, that's the funny thing. I was saying that to a few people today or the other day um, at work and stuff because they were asking me, you know, how WrestleMania was and stuff. And I was saying what's interesting is it's actually the first time since 2020 where I've been in arena that that was that crowded and everything. Because even though we were at WrestleMania last year, last year's WrestleMania was one of the weirdest experiences. And I mean that in a good way. Like, I really enjoyed it. But, like, our section at WrestleMania last year had maybe, like, 40 people in it. Like, you were talking to the guys that were two rows behind you and two rows in front of you. Because y'all could hear each other and everything the fuck you were saying because there were only, like, 20 of you sitting around each other. Like, that that doesn't happen most years. That didn't happen this year. And even Revolution wasn't. Like, it was filled for that venue, but that venue only holds seventeen to 20,000 people. Right, exactly. 77,000. Exactly. No, it's a different animal. And that was an interesting... It was an interesting thing to be back in that place. And I didn't have that experience last year. And we, we didn't have that experience... The, the experience we had this year, when we hit it the first time, with 105,000 people in it. True. At 32. Um Obviously, bigger stage, so they took up a little, little extra of the seating area. But uh, one hundred and forty-four thousand people. Good two nights. It's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. All right, let's go. Let's get to the topics now that we fucking sidebarred for. I've had. I've had. So this. okay, wait. So yeah. we just did the WrestleMania. Um, yeah. I have. Who was one of the creative for next year? It was. It was you, Joe, was right? Joe. That's my topic, yeah. All right, let's let's go to that then while we're in the WrestleMania mood. Yeah, I mean, like I was just saying before, to me, this year's WrestleMania was one of my favorites, hands down. The two nights were fantastic. But most of the moments that will be remembered and most of the stuff that I think really hit out of the park were things like The Undertaker's retirement, Triple H's surprise retirement. The return of Stone Cold Steve Austin for the first time in 19 years. The return of Cody, or debut, however you want to look at that one. Um, yeah, the the unification of the world title and the WWE title. The appearance of Pat McAfee and Johnny Knoxville and all these things. And my question is, though, 
how often can you go to that well? Like, if you're going to make WrestleMania special every year, it seems like those are the kind of things that you need to make WrestleMania special. So my question is, what do they do next year? We're in L.A. next year. We're in Hollywood. It's two nights again. You got to try to make it special. You're not having The Undertaker retire again. No. You're not having Stone Cold Steve Austin return again. Even if Stone Cold Steve Austin does wrestle a match, it's not the first match he's wrestled in 19 years. <clears throat> There's still not the same level of specialness as what we got this year. You're not having probably Vince McMahon come out there and tear five of his quads. You're not having any of these kinds of things. You're not having Cody return. You might not even have anybody as big as Cody able to return. So my question is, what do you do next year? What do you do to make WrestleMania special? Because it seems like at this point, it's not simply the storylines. It's not simply the feuds. It's not simply build guys up and have some great matches. You sure. need to have all these different angles and kind of gotcha hooks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And at some send point, hook. do they run out? Hook? Send hook. Well, send hook always, yes. To me, it's really simple. That one thing left in the bag, and that's the rock. I I, I still don't think we're ever getting that match. I, I'm not saying we're going to get it. I'm just saying that's the only thing left in in, in the bag that they can use is if they do the Rock Roman thing. But beyond that, I mean, you have Triple H Hall of Fame. Is he Hall of Fame yet? Solo? Not solo. He's no, in he's his yet. So you have that in the bag. I, I think your Hall of Fame next year, Triple H and Batista. Um, right. Lean into Hollywood. I mean, obviously you bring uh, I, a hustler. I think, I, I think I think we're 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 missing it here. It's not The Rock. It's not The Rock. It's not Stone Cold. It's not Batista. It's not Triple H. Cena. Oh. You go with what you have. Well, that's what I've written down. Well, you always do that because you. you but you don't. Because you didn't go with what you had this year. You had Pat McAfee. You had Logan Paul. You had Johnny Knoxville. You had the cele- You had Stone Cold. You had The Undertaker retiring. You had five or six things in the gun before you even got to the unification match. At this point, go with what got you here. Go with Roman Reigns. It's the head of the table's time to be the main draw for WrestleMania. You use Triple H as the main draw of the Hall of Fame, and you put all of your marbles into Roman Reigns. You're saying, Mike, that it should be solely about the storylines and nothing more. I'm saying that if Roman Reigns' arm is not removed from his body and he keeps the universal title, mm-hmm. he drops it at Mania – and you get the payoff of the head of the table finally losing. That's your draw. That's your Hollywood story. Give me the Hollywood underdog. The big question is, who's going to be the guy? Whoever, whoever is the guy that becomes... Find it. Find it. Find it. Let him lose the WWE title to Cody before SummerSlam. And yeah. let him figure out who it wants it to be. And 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 personally, this is gonna be really it's gonna sound really bad. The underdog story is Braun Breaker. Oh, I can tell yeah. you. Braun Breaker, Roman Reigns, night two of WrestleMania, 
and Braun walks out as the Universal Champion. Like Braun's getting the rock. Like, do you think dude. Braun's getting called up before SummerSlam? No. Braun Breaker doesn't get called up until Survivor Series. Okay. He's got enough business that he's got to take care of down there in NXT. He's got he's got Gunther. He's got Carmelo Hayes. He's got some guys that he needs to go have some matches with before we worry about him beating up Ricochet and fucking Finn Balor. Well, he'll be um, up forty years over. Would you say? I I would say yes. Yeah, um, I mean, you don't you don't go from debuting at the Royal Rumble to dethroning Roman Reigns in in a three month span. No, no. At this point, bring him up at Survivor Series. Let him win the Royal Rumble. You know what? Let him go the distance in the Rumble. Make <coughs> him go in at one. Win the Rumble. Take out the Usos. Take out whoever Roman tries to bring in because now Roman knows that he's a threat. Yeah. And then as you lead into WrestleMania, he takes out Jimmy. He takes out Jay. He takes out Solo Sokoa, who who they bring up as the fourth member of the fucking bloodline. He runs through them all. He is the underdog. He walks out as the champion. At the end of the day, Hollywood, you need to cash in on your Hollywood story. Your Hollywood story for the last three years has been the ups and downs of the life of Roman Reigns. Cash in on that ticket. Use him to be the draw. Yes, bring Bad Bunny in. Yes, bring back Pat McAfee. Let Logan Paul come back if he wants. Use other things to shape the rest of the matches. But well, if yeah, you're going for the thing, but if you're going for the thing to, to punch your ticket, it's Roman Reigns versus whoever he's going to drop the Universal title to. It's not The Rock. It's not Cena. It's not Triple H, even though he should be, a, again, the shell because he should get his Hall of Fame moment right then and there. Cut and dry. But this should be that moment. And if, you know what? Here's the perfect Here's the perfect story. If it's not Braun Breaker and somebody else decides to jump from AEW back to WWE, let it be Mox. Uh, uh, I, 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 know he's, I, I know he's happy in AEW, but you have a shot here to main event with one of your best friends and they're giving you the title. See, I'm going to say this yeah, though. I, before. I, I, think, I, don't, I don't see him coming back. Yeah. No, I don't. I agree. Or ever, I think the maybe difference, not necessarily ever, but it's not in the next year. I think the difference between Mox and like Cody Rhodes is Cody knew that he still had a road to get to the top of WWE. He knew that he could still make it happen, <coughs> but he had to leave to get there. Mox has already been to the top of WWE. Mox has been WWE champion. He really just didn't like anything that they were doing at this point with him. This wasn't about him being like, I need to go out there and prove myself. He also didn't like there. he also didn't like traveling and doing house shows, things that they're not doing anymore. Eh, I don't know. I don't see it. I think that he I think he got as far as he needed to in WWE, and he was just tired of the system. I think it's different than, like, a Cody situation. I think I think we also have to remember that John decided to leave. Cody was released. Yes. There's a difference. There's a difference. I, I think if John wants to come back, John has more of the door. Cody had to go out and basically build himself back from scratch 
whereas John oh, yeah. Moxley never has had to do that. So if there's a oh, no. if there's a person that's going to come over that makes the most sense, it would be Moxley. Oh no, no, I'm not saying that he couldn't walk in anytime he wanted. I'm saying I don't think he's ever going to want to. Yeah, I'm with Joe on that one. Uh, <laughs> you 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 start adding zeros to to checks, you, you you'll be surprised. Possibly, yeah. I mean, I think between him and what because Renee does, like, I don't, <coughs> and I also see them, like, and I get it, like, you know, Punk is a rich-ass man, but, like, I, I, I don't, I don't personally, and, and maybe he has the wool pulled, pulled over my eyes, I, I don't, I don't see a Moxley being a guy who's money-driven, though. Like, and I get the concept of, like, just keep putting zeros on a check, but, like, I feel like fucking Moxley could be comfortable on a fucking two-bedroom house. <laughs> no, he could, but here's the thing. Do you do you want to wrestle with your friends, or do you want this weird storyline with William Regal and Brian Danielson that's eventually going to lead to the two of them having a, a feud that they've kind of already had? And what are they actually doing with John Moxley? Yeah. It's, this, it's the same vicious cycle. Right. But but I mean to play devil's advocate, you come back to WWE, you win the title against your friend at WrestleMania, and then six months from now you lose the title and you're wearing a gas mask again. You know what I mean? Like that, I mean, that's why won, I don't think that's why won, I don't think Mox is. He won the title and then six months later he lost the title and now he's basically walking around with William Regal who's slapping people in the face. Oh, I get it. I mean, I'd like, like to challenge you to a duel. Trust me, there's there's there, there there's there's booking issues on on both sides of the line, um. But but to Joe's to Joe's question, like in, in terms of how do you make WrestleMania 39 as you know feel big and special? Like, yeah, you're 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 gonna sprinkle in as much Hollywood as you can. You're gonna sprinkle in the Bad Bunnies. You're gonna sprinkle in the Logan Pauls. You're gonna sprinkle in you know. You're gonna get Triple H's Hall of Fame. You're gonna probably get Batista's Hall of Fame because he's he didn't do it the other year because he's waiting for the best time. Well, a fucking movie star, when the hell is his best time when it's in goddamn Hollywood? True. Um, I will separate those two though. Triple H's Hall. I mean, both in line several years. You know, Batista's they're, not a they're eternal tied to each other. You don't think so? No. no. He's a, he's a second. He's like he's like a co-headliner, but he's not a headliner by himself. Yeah. Now, I'm thinking maybe maybe him being in Hollywood mate would have helped his, you know, again, I, I, you know. Buddy, this isn't a Met Gala. This is fucking it's, WrestleMania. And, and it's, and Triple H goes in next year. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, 100%. So, There's like, no question. And, and, and so, yeah. Um, but, but to me, my, my big thing, if you, if you have the opportunity for a return at Mania, similar to like what you did with Cody, like, if, you know, Bray does a movie. He does more like movie uh, shit for a, for a year, and then you can get him to you be back next year. If you can get somebody to quote unquote defect from AEW, I don't think you necessarily need that. I think to make rest because you're you're never gonna you're never going to get a nostalgia mania like you had this year. No, right. They pulled. They, 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 they blew their load this year. They blew their load in, in so many ways that you can't pull it off again. And, but like, so, so you're just never going to get that. I think the big thing for next year is to actually pay attention to similar to what they did with 35. 
pay attention to what's happening organically with your fan base and give like them Kofi. and give them the things that they want. I like Kofi, give yeah. Kofi Mania, give them Becky winning, give them Seth getting over Roman. Like do the things that your fans are telling you from Survivor Series on that they want. Give Finn Balor the universal title again. You know, like whatever it is at that point, whoever's whoever's the hot card, who's at, whoever is the people, the, the superstars that the fans are organically cheering for, listen to them. That's how you make 39 special. And that's what made that was a big thing about what made 35 special. Yeah. Is is it was the it was the it, that one was one of the most pay payoff heavy manias that I think we've probably ever had and it's it's one of the best manias ever. So yeah, you're, you're like you're never going to get Triple H putting his boots in the middle of the ring and Steve Austin doing beer bashes on back-to-back nights in the middle of the the place where he started and ended his career. So just do the complete opposite. Do Give do the thing that everybody says that you don't do. Well, I, I, by the way, I just tagged you, Joe, uh, Jim, on uh, Twitter. Hope you'll appreciate it. Do you think that there's a chance that they lean even heavier into celebrity stuff? I mean, they they've been what? doing that. I mean, I mean, if they go any heavier now. At this point, it's, it's almost overkill in a sense. I don't think you can go heavier. I mean, McAfee, if you're saying McAfee is a celebrity, that's McAfee, that's Logan Paul, John Knoxville. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, Ryan Rouse doesn't count, right, I guess? Not at this point, I don't think. I might, Mike might disagree. What? Ronda Rousey. Does Rousey count as a celebrity? No, she's Not on the roster. Okay. No, Pat McAfee counts as a celebrity This because, at the end of the day, he doesn't have a wrestling contract. <coughs> right. He has an announcing contract. Ronda Rousey will wrestle a house show in six weeks. Pat McAfee will be sitting on his couch in Indianapolis, Indiana. What a brand. So, uh, again, I think we have to look at it from that perspective. If you're going to tell me that Jimmy Smith from the Raw announce team is going to wrestle a match, like, okay, that's a celebrity because he doesn't have a wrestling contract. He has an <laughs> announcing contract. Okay, so wait. I got one last question on this topic, and then we can move to the next one. As far okay. as I'm- and he, just one answer from each of you guys, all right? Male, okay. female, doesn't matter. What one celebrity or sports performer would you like to see at next year's WrestleMania in a match? George Kittle. Who? George Kittle. I didn't put him for the Niners. Okay. It's not him, Gronk. Finally. Why would you have why would you have someone from the 49ers when it's LA? He's a heel. Oh god. Easy easy heat. He gets booed out of the building. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. That one's easy. You yeah. put him with the Miz like you did fucking Logan Paul to the, last weekend and <laughs> it's built in Rams Niners rivalry. And I'm saying it's he, he, he just he's a built-in heel at that point. Fair. That's fair. Mike, what are you I'm going to go with someone who's actually had a WWE match before. Give me Stephen Amell. Who? Stephen Amell. Who's that? He plays oh, that's right. You, oh, that's right. You didn't watch wrestling. My bad. 
fucking clown. Who is he? Who the fuck is he? I don't know who he is. Uh, he's the main character of the star show Heels. He was also Green Arrow. He wrestled Cody at SummerSlam. They had a fucking banger match. Um, okay. Yeah, I would put him and Cody in a match, whether it's against each other again, or maybe they could be in a tag team. They could win the tag titles, and they could drop them the next night or something. Jim, I don't know. Hey, Jim, stop that. It's not lame. Stop. It's fucking lame, dude. If you ever, if you ever fucking tag me in a goddamn fucking Max Caster, I'm going to fucking slap you in your bald head. I've the best, the best, the best part was the Samoa Joe beating him down and doing the fucking dance. Oh yeah. Um, <coughs> I'll go with a guy who had a match at WrestleMania last year. Give me fucking Bad Bunny again. Run it back. That dude was so good. Give, give me Bad Bunny versus Logan Paul in a, in a fucking one match. In a fucking steel cage. Fucking, I don't care. I don't know why they're in a cage, but why the fuck not? <laughs> they, were, they were so good. Both of them were were so much better than I, any business being. I do I do have a dark horse that I think would be an excellent get if they decide if 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 this person becomes available. Who's it? Bring in the notorious. That was gonna be my answer. Bring, bring in Conor McGregor. That that was definitely gonna be my answer. That's built in. That's just built. I mean, that's just some. That's just obvious. He was he was tweeting all fucking weekend too. Remember? That's what I'm saying. If if he's yeah. true about being done in MMA, because you're not gonna bring him in because UFC isn't gonna let you because <coughs> of his contract, obviously. Right. But right. if he's done and he's available, what, what about intern Mark? Give me give me Montez Ford and Bianca Belair versus. Fucking Becky Lynch and fucking Conor McGregor in a mixed tag match. Oh, my God. Dude, oh, like, God. here's the deal. Watch over the next couple of months. If he keeps tweeting at WWE, I guarantee it's already in the works. Yep. Like, if he keeps making that, because it's easy to do that on WrestleMania weekend. Because everybody's talking about wrestling on WrestleMania Yeah. Weekend. Oh, hey, <laughs> speaking speaking of John Moxley, he was at Carmella and Corey Graves' wedding yeah, today. I saw that. I saw him and Natalia pitching together. That's cool. She's so hot, Natalia. And Bailey. Hmm. Ooh, Liv Morgan. Hello, Liv. Oh, little Liv. Little Liv. Little Liv. Dude, so right. I saw earlier today she like like she put the uh the the her whip from Mania. It was like up on like the WWE auction site or something. And within like an hour it was over like six hundred dollars. I'm like, these fucking goddamn perverts on the goddamn internet. <laughs> hey, Jim, losing, what do you know? Are, are you sad? Carmelo's gone officially off the market. He's sad. Bro, like, okay, first off, if, if there's any fucking fat Dumbo talking about wrestling in their basement who thinks they had a legit shot at landing a Carmella, they're out of their fucking mind. In the, words of Kevin, in the words of Kevin Garnett, anything is possible! That's good. Yeah, well, he's a dummy, too. So, um, yeah, no. Uh, uh Jim and Ernest, I just tagged you in something. Please slide to slide number seven of what I tagged you in and just Twitter? enjoy. Twitter or? Oh, no, that was Instagram. Okay, thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, hey, yeah. Dad, Dad. I see a Renee Paquette picture of Moxley and Corey Gray. It's, it's, a, it's a video of Liv and Bailey singing. You, you'll just, you'll, you'll see why I say just enjoy. Oh. Yo. Oh. It has something to do with titties. Yeah. Because he yeah. didn't include yeah. me. Joe, Joe I can see why Joe wasn't tagged in this. Yeah. I, like, it took me a minute. I was sitting here kind of feeling bad, and then I was like, oh, no, it's some straight shit. Oh, it's definitely some straight shit. 
Dang. Sorry, Joe. I, I didn't mean to. Uh, yeah. Now that I've just broken this fucking. <laughs> it's, it's a little hot. A little hot. Yeah. Um. Hey, we love some Bailey. A little Bailey. Uh, what's the next? What's the next topic? Next topic, I think, is uh my topic. Yeah, let's go to it. All right, so my topic is as as we close out WrestleMania, you know, week era, whatever we call it for this for this year, is if you were a person that says, "Hey, I want to get into wrestling," and I hear WrestleMania is a big big deal, I know they have thirty WrestleManias in the can now. Give me, recommend me five matches that you think are worth watching to that will get me into WrestleMania, into WWE, or wrestling as a, as a whole. Recommend me five ma- random WrestleMania matches. That a casual you would tell a casual to watch. That will send hook into a. Yeah, yeah. So here's what I find interesting about your topic. Yeah. Taking it from the perspective of this mystery person who is like, hey, I don't watch wrestling, but I want to watch wrestling. What matches would you show me? I'm going to answer that differently than just someone who's like, hey, I'm a huge New Japan fan. I've just never really watched WWE, but now I want to get into that. What WrestleMania matches should I watch? Like, that person, I'm sending to Kurt Angle and Eddie Guerrero from WrestleMania 20. Okay. You know, that person, I'm sending to Bret Hart and Steve Austin from 13. I don't know that I'm sending the person who's a casual fan who's never watched wrestling before to those matches. I don't know that I think that those matches are going to be the thing that sell them on becoming a wrestling fan. It's like it's like back in the day when my brother's friends who were not wrestling fans wanted to come to a wrestling show with us. We didn't take them to a Ring of Honor show. We took them to a Chikara show. Because at the end of the day, there was no guarantee that they weren't going to fall asleep during the Ring of Honor show, even if it was Tyler Black and Austin Aries in the main event. But they were going to definitely be entertained when the fucking Colony came out. You know, they were going to be entertained by the Super Smash Brothers. They were going to be entertained by... But that's one of those things where, like, like Danhausen. You know, if you know nothing about wrestling, if you're not a wrestling fan at all, but someone shows you a Danhausen video, there's a really good chance you're going to be entertained. For the record, uh, if you haven't already, go listen to AEW Unrestricted from a couple weeks ago with Danhausen. It was really fun, Housen. Um Send him all your monies. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like honestly, if you're telling me, person that doesn't watch wrestling hey, which WrestleMania matches should I watch? I'm probably sending them to TLC2 at WrestleMania 17. 17. I'm like, car crash, you will enjoy this. Like, as much as I think it's not one of the greatest matches, I'm sending them to Rock Hogan at 18. Because the sound of the crowd in that match makes that match. Hearing that reaction, seeing how larger than life wrestling can be, that match encompasses that. It's a crap wrestling match, but it's everything about pro wrestling that I love. Oh, I, it was—I mean, it was fantastic. Jim and I did watch along two days ago on that on that very match. 
No, 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 but mind you, it's a horrible match if you're looking at it from okay, the... Yeah, yeah. We were saying that. Take away the crap. Isn't, isn't that the point of the question, though? Yes. Because that's what I'm saying. Like, like, for me, that match is not a good wrestling match, but it encompasses everything that I love about pro wrestling. I guess, I guess the real question here is, are we selling them on the wrestling in the ring, or are we selling them on the spectacle that is WrestleMania? I would try selling them... You want to approach it. If it was okay. me, a guy that gets into wrestling. My if it was me, I would be selling them on the spectacle. I would definitely oh, be right. like, oh, you want to see some WrestleMania matches? I might show them Vince and Shane from 17. I think that's one of the 10 best WrestleMania matches of all time because it's entertaining as fucking shit. If I'm going spectacle, I'm going Logan Paul and The Miz versus The Mysterios. I'm going Bad Bunny and Damian Priest from last year. I'm yeah. going to car crash TLC match at 17. <clears throat> I'm going to go Seth Rollins cashing in money in the bank for the heist of the century. And my last one would probably be as shitty as this is going to sound. If they're a wrestling fan or not a wrestling fan, but if they're a knowledgeable sports fan, I mean, you may lean towards Butterbean knocking Bart Gunn into the fucking 97th row of WrestleMania X or X12 or whatever the fuck it was. I would make a case. I would make a case for an Undertaker match somewhere in here. Which one? If you're doing, Maybe, if you're, I might say him and Triple H Hell in a Cell, to be honest. Because, again, if it's spectacle. not If it's not that one, give me the match against Flair. Yeah. Where Flair bleeds his yeah. ass off. I, like, I, I, would, I would go for Hell in a Cell then. Because also, also because Arn Anderson throws a hell of a fucking spinebuster in that yes. match. No, no, no. Yes, that's 100% correct. But I would go for the Hell in a Cell one then because you get classic Undertaker <laughs> at that one. You get the entrance. You get all of that. Yeah. Which I think is, again, part of the selling of the spectacle. Like, you need to see an Undertaker entrance at a WrestleMania. Undertaker didn't even wrestle this year, and we got that. And that was one of the things that made this WrestleMania kind of awesome. If if, if 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 it's a someone who knows anything about wrestling, it's probably Hart Austin from thirteen. Mm-hmm. It's probably it's. Pro- I would send them the triple threat match of Brian winning the world title at thirty. Well, let's do. It. I can see that. I would go. What about Kofi Mania? I would probably go Kofi Mania. Just trying to think if there's any more from like. I would go. I would. Par- I would personally go. Last night, night one, or last year, night one's main event between Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. That's on my yeah, list. Yeah, that's a good one. On my list. Uh, and fifth, I would go Savage Steamboat. Yeah. So I got Brett Austin as well, and I also have Sasha Bianca. I asked people Austin Rock from nineteen. If you know anything about Stone Cold Steve Austin, and obviously now in hindsight knowing that, that was his last match for nineteen years, yeah, I would probably say that's a that's a one that you should put on the list. I want um, hard now than ever. I mean, honestly, anything with the Rock, especially if if you know they don't live under a rock. Um, no, no pun, pun intended. You meant, pun. you meant the pun, right? You meant the pun. Yeah, I didn't mean the pun, dumbass. Of course I did. Uh, I, at the end of the day, if 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 you watch anything in Hollywood, you've seen him, you'll know who he is. <laughs> so pick your best Rock match, and that's something that you should probably show any person. And if it's 19, if it's 18, if it's if it's the match against Austin at 17, I mean, any of the three of those or 
The second match against Cena, not the one where he blew out both of his fucking well, New York legs halfway through the fucking match. Any of the four of those matches are serviceable rock matches that, again, unless they don't watch television, they'll know who Dwayne the Rock Johnson is. And you have to put Hogan on right here because of the legacy. Like, that's like the starting point. It's the starting point. So here's the WrestleMania legacy. Boom. I'm not trying to sell them on going back and watching 39 fucking editions of WrestleMania. I'm trying to get them to actually enjoy what's going on moving forward. I'm going to spread out the whole love here. That's why I have stuff recent. Stuff hot, hot garbage. Storytelling is important to me. So hold on, Andre, on my list. So is someone not shitting their pants, and I think Andre did twice. So no, not anybody. I mean, here's the deal. I I look at. I get what you're trying. I get what you're saying. But like to me, if you're trying, if you're if you're showing people. WrestleMania matches in the hopes to get them hooked. Because that's how I that's how I look at this question. You're missing the mark going that far back. Because if you go back and you watch those the those WrestleMania's objectively with with current eyes, you're, you're awful. Other other than Savage Steamboat? Absolutely yeah. And even that one, you're not showing Savage Steamboat to somebody who doesn't know what wrestling is. No, 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 for sure. Uh, that's why I said if it's somebody who's watched a little wrestling and kind of knows about wrestling, I would show them that match. Random right. person off the street that's like, what is professional wrestling? I'm not showing them anything from the first quick, like, Number one on my list, number one on my list, I think I told this Jim this last weekend. To me, the to me personally, the greatest wrestling match, my opinion, is Brett Austin from 13. I mean, it, that's important for me, personally. It's fantastic. I don't have it on my list. Solely because, as great as it is, I think there's too much wrestling to... to It's not not a spectacle? Here's a question. Here's a question. And I know all three of you have wives. And and they have... You used to have a wife. Some of them, yeah, I I used to have a lot of things. (laughs) And... Like, Carol, I know, watches wrestling somewhat, but, like... I like to. Right, right, right. I don't know about Jim's wife. She will she will stay in the room for some of it. She's not really, like, in, though. When Roman's on TV, she gets an orgasm. Yes, we get it, though. Unless, unless what, it's Gunther. What? I say, my, my wife gets for Gunther, but I... I, I Are you I serious? Which I still don't totally understand, but... And Mike, 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 I don't care what's going on with I'm going to say, if you see me in a trench coat and BVDs and this music's playing, get out of the way. You had a rose. What one match from this past WrestleMania would you show to your wife? If she was like, I really want to see one match. Roman and Brock. If not that, Becky and Bianca. Yeah, I'm 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 showing my wife Johnny Knoxville with Sami Zayn because she loves that match. on the table. What? My wife hated that. I told you my wife hated that match. Well, again, she is wrong. <laughs> let, me, let me call her. And let, let her know I don't know how many times. Hold on, hold on a second, Jimmy. Yeah. Go get her, and I will oh, lie oh, to her. Oh, I will oh, not. I will not call her wrong to her face. You can go get her. All, yeah, he's an idiot. He, he thinks I'm actually telling her she's he wrong. Really, is an idiot. I mean, she's so I'll be like, I'll be like, good. You're allowed to have your opinion. Um, and that it, it's valid. And I won't take it away. She's pissed. What? Why is she pissed? 
I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything bad. First of all. Oh boy, here we go. Of all. Oh. Don't even get me started on the asshole that is Johnny Knoxville. Ding. Okay. Ding. That's first and foremost, because I will go off and ramble. Because I would love nothing more than to see that jackass of a motherfucker off air Bing. in any way, shape, or form. Both based on one movie that he did. Second, uh, WWE, from what I'm told, and watching from a mother's perspective, I don't want ass cheeks when there is no ass to even put out there shown. When my eight-year-old is watching. He's nine now. That's a 12 o'clock. Sorry. He's nine now. Or, for that matter, my five-year-old watching. I I appreciate the caveat, though, that, like, if he at least had a dump truck. <laughs> there was no dump truck. There was no dump truck. You're just like, it would still be wrong. But at least. You fucking have your look ovaries it, look fucking it, checked. Look it. If it were Roman, okay, and my children are not watching. That's solely for my eyes and my eyes only. What, 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 okay? what was me? You want to watch Roman? No, see, so watch me in the ring of Roman. What? No, watch. What, 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 I was in the ring. Wow. Hey, if, if you were the fucking guy, yeah, I'd see you in a little sumo thing shirt. Sure. Okay, cool. Actually, yeah. I'd see you completely naked. That'd be fine. I got more thing there. But again, sure. my kids would not be watching. Well, of course not. I see the okay? fucking naked. WWE. From what I understand is supposed to be family-friendly. The entire jackass crew is not family-friendly. That, that's yeah, valid. That is valid. That is no, valid. For the record, Joe hates jackass, so me and Joe are the same thing. I that. hate jackass. That being said, I love the match. Okay. And then, how many <coughs> times, how many times do I have to watch a guy get kicked in the nuts? Why do I need once is enough? Big Jim loves jackasses for the record. Well, then you go and watch all the nuts get kicked that you want. Big Jim, I love that you eat popcorn and the snack guy. That's like totally my <laughs> thing. All right. But jackass can stay the fuck off WWE. Bing. Anything else, honey? I think that's it. Okay. I'll see you <laughs> love you too. Thanks, honey. Love you. Cameo by Lauren Christian. She put in the credits of the, of the episode. Can I can I still say for the record though that her opinion about Johnny Knoxville, the human being, and Jackass Crew is is different than the fact that that match unbiased because that's a hundred percent bias and her reasoning behind it is a hundred percent biased because she doesn't like what Johnny Knoxville does outside of a WWE venue. At the end of the day, that match was one of the top fucking five matches of the fucking show. Like let's let's. Take the bias and okay. Bella completely I, out the fucking window. I, I'm with you. I don't like Johnny Knoxville. I agree with him. Let's like let's be like. But here's the thing: you're bringing in somebody with a biased opinion because they do not like Johnny Knoxville and what his gag of oh 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 always does. Oh wait, Mike, another point. It should not have been in the middle of WrestleMania. Where would you where would you have put it? Either in the beginning or in the end. Because now my kid has to stop watching in the middle. Um, unfortunately, where it was booked on night number two, 
you're not starting with that match because you're not taking Randy Orton and those guys out of the out of the leadoff spot, right. and you're not putting them anywhere near the back because you have Roman Reigns right. Roman versus and Brock, Brock Lesnar that should have went another 15 minutes. So it never should have so, been there in the first place. You know, not, not for nothing. Well, not for nothing. I feel like she has a point that I don't think anyone's actually thought about. Like, WWE really does lean very hard into the family-friendly aspect now, and Jackass is not family friendly. Like it just it never has Logan Paul Logan Paul being a, on, on YouTube telling people to suck his dick and walking out with a forty fucking thousand dollar Pokemon card is very fucking friendly too. Also, like if we're gonna call Johnny Knoxville out on it, we need to call Logan Paul out on it too. I fully agree with that statement. Logan Paul should be nowhere near WWE. He's a fucking jackass, especially with his Suicide Forest fucking video. Pun intended. And his brother's a fucking jackass. So, Mike agrees. If we're, but I'm saying, if we're calling one out, we gotta call them both out. Absolutely. I fully agree. I came in being told I was wrong about the jackass match, so that was where well, my, want, well, my loyalty lies. Love you, Dennis. <laughs> okay. Being mad at the fact that Johnny Knoxville is an idiot and the shit that he does outside of WWE is is 100% factual. But the actual, from the time the bell rang to the time the bell rang, the match itself was entertaining. I love it. It was a fun break from the seriousness that was night number two of WrestleMania. I think if they had left the guy with the butt cheeks out and the nut kicking out, I might have been okay with it. But uh, how about we take, how about we take Pontius back, make make him keep his pants on, and we take two nut kicks back with it at least been entertaining. I I I can't yeah. I can't not look at it. I'm sorry, the mouse trap was amazing though. I'm sorry. I I can't I can't look at Johnny Knoxville and be okay with it. Like I can't. I but I, I don't have, I have but a, I don't think your problem with the WWE version is Johnny Knoxville. I think it's Chris Pontius not having pants on, and I think it's the them kicking Sammy in the nuts. Johnny Knoxville was out there in a fucking full yeah. singlet and pants and a cape. And yeah, was- yeah no, no. He, he was dressed like he was one of the women in Saudi Arabia. Yes, I agree. I still hate the motherfucker the same way that I hate Logan Paul, and I don't think either one of them are – Role models that should be anywhere near WWE. Ruthless aggression. I mean, we also had Stone Cold drink an entire 24 pack and then go to eat and drive that up the ramp. And if, if, Ernest, you can, I sat there and said, okay, this is enough already. Like it just kept going. I was like, this is enough. The problem is the 37 beers and then getting on an ATV really shows people that drunk driving is okay whenever you're stone cold. I mean, this is why we don't allow my children to watch that particular era. That's true. That's era. Uh, just so. Though we did watch our Austin Rock and. So, so again, so the standpoint of the match itself is entertaining. The thing that the person does outside of it from a perspective of not allowing your kids to watch it and making sure that they're not following in those footsteps is the problem, not the actual from bell to bell. Like Chris Pony is running around with no pants on fucked up, uh, kicking somebody in the nuts a lot, <coughs> but oh, throwing somebody off of a, off of a turnbuckle onto a table full of mousetraps. Ha ha. That was funny. Pinning him with a mousetrap. Ha ha. That was funny. And we moved on from it. 
So, like, the bigger problem is Johnny Knoxville slash Logan Paul, what they do when they're not inside of a WWE ring. Because now that you're talking about these people, now kids that are in the ages brackets of 9 through 13 are probably going to look them up on social media or on YouTube and see things that people do not want them to see. And the thing is, so the problem entails, it's not the match, it's the people they have filling the whole of the match. If you put another random celebrity in there against Sami Zayn and with The Miz against the Mysterios, this isn't getting the the kickback that it is. It's because of what they chose to do. Precisely. You can't can't claim to be a family-friendly thing and then put... And and I think it's hard for us to do because we have a son who actually watches the current product week to week. Right. So we're, we're that's, navigating. That's valid. Like, like the Kids' Choice Awards isn't having Johnny Knoxville and Logan Paul come out, probably, right? It's also why AEW, I don't watch AEW. The same reason. It's too adult. They curse on there. They do things that I don't want me looking at this yet. So next year, let's get Dora the Explorer in. And uh, <laughs> she can be in Bianca's corner. It'll be great. Look at I was perfectly fine with Bad Bunny. Like, but that's what I'm saying is it's it's the people that are there, and I have a son who is interested in the the current product and probably looking up the people that are being brought in. And on top of that, he's now in the middle of watching night two of WrestleMania, and I've got to be like, oh, sorry, I shield. Like, and to be I, fair, I, and, and there are plenty of inoffensive celebrities that you can do that with. Like, yeah. honestly, almost all of the ones that we named before as potential celebrities for next year kind of fit that. I mean, mm. yeah, Conor McGregor goes out there and he's an asshole half the time and stuff like that. But there's not photos of him on the Internet doing blow and fucking your mom. You know what I mean? Like, there's allegedly, allegedly. dick, but he's not out there doing shit like that. He's, right. he's not out there being Logan Paul. Right. right. All right, let's move on. Thanks, honey. I mean, also, when it comes to Stone Cold drinking 37 beers, my kids don't know what beer is yet or what it does. So him- drunk, drive, drunk, drunk driving is not... Is not- well, he, he drank the beer after he drove the beer after he drove the car. But even no, he-, he got back on the ATP, buddy. I, was- I, I didn't see that part. My kids are not going to be like, like, oh... <coughs> He's drinking alcohol that causes this kind of impairment, so he really shouldn't be on the vehicle. There's only one role model you have in wrestling. This guy. <laughs> Stop. That guy did more. That guy did more cocaine than Chris Bowflex. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 You want role models? Let's go with the guy who's uh, snorting He's coke like, and doing the boss's daughter allegedly. That's like saying, "Hey, let's do HGH and hang ourselves from a fucking Bowflex." What? With a macho arrow or a hidden arrow? I mean, all, sometimes, attitude. but yeah, he ain't old shit anyway. So, all right, move on. Next topic. I, just Last fuck, I, just, I, I think I just fucked Jim up there. Can I give my five matches? I apologize. Yeah, because you went on a full tyrant and brought your wife in for fucking World War Three. Good job, Putin. <laughs> Good job, Putin. Oh, Putin. <laughs> you can tell me, Putin. I did. He, he, he definitely did. Who's up black? What, what the Putin's you... an asshole. I'm not an asshole, though. What did I just miss? Nothing. You're good. So my five... Didn't get to do his five matches. My five 
because I'm looking at this as, as presenting WrestleMania from from the 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 most angles that I can. Mike, I got a Coke. What? I got a Coke. Uh, fuck. With yeah. with you know a a, a limited specter uh-huh. uh, of what I can offer. So Hogan Rocket 18 without question. Wow. The crowd's insane. It's 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 a it's a WrestleMania moments galore. If if somebody who's never watched the product is seeing that, they're seeing people react to it. That tells yep. them it's important. Amazing. Yep. Number two, Daniel Bryan, Batista, Randy Orton to close out WrestleMania 30. I agree with that. It's it's a it's a fast paced match that has just the most <coughs> insane crowd reaction. When, when Daniel Bryan gets crowned again, it's wrestling, but it tells people it's important. HBK and the Undertaker at 25. That's the first one, right? The second one. The first one. Okay. Because it's storytelling. It's two of the best to ever do it. But from the moment both of their entrances start to the time that that match ends, it, that, everything about that is two guys telling a story and telling you why it's important and why it's a big deal. Because it's good versus evil. It's the easiest story to tell. Yeah. Seth versus Brock at 35. Because Heyman and Brock hijack the fucking show. Tell him, get the fuck out here. We're doing this now. The guy starts fucking mollywhopping his opponent with a chair before the match even starts. And the thing's over in two minutes and the crowd goes fucking banana. That that's going to hook somebody. You show you show those the, that five minute span or whatever it was to somebody. Fuck, even give them the Hulk Hogan, the Alexa Bliss, snapping and giving them Hulk Hogan to start because somebody people are gonna know who the fuck Hulk Hogan is. <coughs> and then the, the fifth one, and it sounds funny as hell because it came during the pandemic, but show them the fucking boneyard match because that shows you how fucking insane the pro wrestling business is, and it's a goddamn movie. Boom. There's my five. I like that five. Not bad. Not bad. Also, there's Metallica on the Moyo match, too. God damn it. Fuck you both. All three of you guys. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I love Metallica, but stop it. What did I do? You gave me some shit about Metallica. They have one good song. That's what I said. Wait, what what is the song, by the way? Come on. What what is the song, uh, Joe? Uh, It's. Oh, fuck. It's the one they did with the symphony. Willie Clover? Yes. Okay. A great fucking song. It's a great song. <clears throat> All right. Last topic. Jim, the guest, bring it on home. Wow. So we're not doing my topic this week, you fuck? We, we did your topic. We did WrestleMania review, didn't we? All right. We're moving Cody to next week, guys. Okay. You said that. Right? Oh, you yeah. said oh, we discussed that. Yeah. Well, we wow. never had a fucking. We never. We never said okay. We were actually doing it. It was more like oh hey, Joe's gonna be ten more minutes. Let's just start the show. Okay. I uh, know we were going to get accosted for 15 minutes, but <laughs> here we are. She loves it. Shut up. Um, I just have to. Ch- can she teach my wife how to yell at me like that? I learned something about myself just now. Similar to what I learned about um, Sasha Banks in a Sailor Moon costume at Royal Rumble. I <laughs> I did not know that I was into that. But here we are. No. Um, so somebody at, at, at my job, like in our uh, like Teams chats and everything, well, somebody always posts like a question of the day. And yesterday somebody said, like, what is one 
like mystery or secret in life that you would that, that if you had the option you could you get the answer to one thing it's never known so like some people would be like kennedy assassination some people would be you know like some people have gone like there's all these mysteries in the world so i'm like why the fuck this is an opportunity if if presented this to learn something about wrestling that has always been like a mystery so what is a secret or a wrestling mystery uh, <coughs> that you would like to be revealed Mine's easy. I am still fascinated 25 years later. 20, yeah. 25 years later. The monster screw job. Is it real? Is it, a, is it a work? What is it? That to me, that, that I'm, I am still to this day, if I see something on YouTube related to that, a story behind that, I want to know. That, that, that's my, that, that was the one that I gave on the show. So I'll give a different one when I give mine. But like, yeah, cause everybody has their theory. Oh, awesome. But, theory. but Joe. God damn it! Don't, don't. smiling. His asshole smiling. <laughs> His asshole is smiling. Would you like to see my asshole smile? Wait. No, 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 no. That's no, a no. different show and a different time. Don't get encouraged. Um, don't shit like that. Come on. Um, <laughs> but like everybody has their everybody has their their belief about it. But I'd I'd like to actually know from okay. behind closed doors, one hundred percent truth and honesty from the people who are involved, if it was real or not. I got one for you. All right, go ahead. An asshole? No. 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 I would love to know where the storyline was going when Vince McMahon's limo exploded. Ooh, thanks, Chris Bowflex. Um, you know that you're they welcome. have some sort of direction for that. Like, you know... They didn't just do that and say, we'll figure it out next week. <laughs> it was going somewhere. And then, obviously, it didn't. And I just kind of want to know where they thought that was going. Like... I broke Jim. <laughs> you did. Jim's broken. Jim is, can't be fixed anymore. He's broken. He's broken, Jim. Delete. Mike, you fucked him up. Delete. Delete. Remember, it's always sideways when you do when you delete. You don't you don't go no. vertical. Don't you do not go vertical with your no. They're sideways. It's okay. delete. You, you actually even can go to the low end here. You can yeah, you can go down. Top wood. Go yeah. sideways. You do not go you do not go vertical with the delete. Do not go vertical. <laughs> Mike, what's yours? Um. So I had the same one that Joe did. We talked about this a little bit last night on our drive home from work. Um, there were a couple other ones that I that I that I've come up with. Um, honestly, and we, we thanks Chris Bowflex. Um, you will. I wanted to know because they were really turning him into the main guy on WWE <coughs> before everything happened. Mm-hmm. So. All things aside, with his situation, I wanted I would have liked to have known where that was going. Mm-hmm. And the other one that I come back to is what was the next move for Eddie Guerrero mm-hmm. at his untimely passing because Chavo well, like had just turned into Kerwin White. 
Right. They had broken up Los Guerreros. Eddie was kind of doing his own thing. So I kind of have questions on what was the next move for Eddie? Because no one's really released that information. Like, Bruce Pritchard probably has. Like, oh, this was the next six months that we had planned for Eddie. But it's just never talked about. Right. Um, And th- those those are like, I guess they're not really secrets or mysteries, but, but it's just like because of untimely things that happened, like what would have been next for right. the two of them? Um, because t- t- not taking away what, what Bowflex did, because what he did was horrible and we decided we're never talking about it on the show. So, but him in ring before all that bullshit was a top five professional wrestler. Right. So it's, 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 I, if that never happens, what would have been next? Because, and I mean, was someone in ring that I actually really enjoyed? Here's the deal too. And, and it's, I, I, I get, I get it. And, and, and I'm never (laughs) going to try to justify any position besides, Fuck Chris Bowflex. Correct. But like in in the, the the amount of time from when that happened to today, we know infinitely more about head injuries and brain injuries and things like that. Correct. That weren't known back then. So there I truly believe there was contributing factors to what happened. I would agree. Um so again, it's it there is zero justification, but the the unfortunate thing for for him and his family and and all the families and, and people of impacted by it and countless others um in a different era I don't know if we get to that point no exactly um in a in a similar way because again mine is the the Montreal screw job in a similar way to to where you're at Mike what what would have the what would have been the next three to five years of, of Owen Hart. Like, like Chris Jericho has regularly said how like you, you look at, you know, cause, cause Owen wasn't happy in the WWE, like at the time of his passing, but like, look at, look at what like came down the pipeline, not long after, you know, mm-hmm. Kurt Angle and Ken Shamrock. I mean, Shamrock was already there, but like radicals, radicals. And again, <clears throat> like there, there was, the, the 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 company changed and like man I think there was such a place for him um, and I know they said he was going to retire early and maybe he does and 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 if that's the story that ends up getting told that he retires early and just lives his life as a fireman in Canada and he's yeah, with family okay. and everything then that's amazing too he should have been a champion before fucking before 1996 well that's yeah amazing. I mean so there's that one and I'll also give the one Ryan gave. He goes, he wants to know if there was ever an end game to Raw Underground. <laughs> like, like oh or was it literally just some fucking frantic, weird idea that never actually had a payoff? Another one I have too also is sort of related to the same one of the line is like, was there a chance that Brett could have stayed beyond 97? Was it, was it 0% chance he could have stayed? I mean, I think we know that he would have had to take a pay cut to stay, and he just right. wasn't going to do it. But, yeah, um, I mean, if, if Vince and, and the WWE wasn't in the financial position at the time or whatever side of that story you want to believe, like, I, I, I don't I don't see why Brett couldn't have stayed and finished out his career there. Uh, 
another one that's interesting that changed the landscape of wrestling that I've thought about, um, and I didn't tell Joe this one on the way home because I thought about it, is the steroid trial. Okay. Who was using, who got steroids? Did he get them from McMahon? Did he get them from someone who was on McMahon's payroll? Things like that, because there are a lot of missing pieces, a lot of evidence that just kind of disappeared by the time they went from pre-trial to trial. Um, so that's one that I that I would like to know, like the secret reveal and the uh, uh, the unraveling and all that. And, you know, the last one that I've thought of, and this one sucks. Um, it's not fun to talk about this one. Uh-oh. And I think the reason why uh, I want to know the reason why, and that's why that fuck down in Mexico killed Bruiser Brody. Mm. Right. Like, what was the reason behind that? Like, were you mad because he was going to beat you in a match? Like, was this like the era where it's like, I have to win every match because I'm the, the, the greatest luchador in Mexico. And Brody said, no. <laughs> like at what point is murdering somebody in cold blood over a fucking result of a wrestling match like the route to go ever right like i I, that's just one where it's like it sucks to talk about because i never got to see brody live obviously because he was dead before i was born probably or close to it you don't Um, so you're born the same year yeah so i'm saying so i mean obviously i've only been able to watch clips and stuff like that on youtube and He's he's someone yeah he was a little reckless in the ring and he was a little wild but fans loved him and it's just one of the where it sucks to know that you know a la Eddie and Benoit and Owen like this guy was reaching the peak of his run and somebody else's selfish fucking decision caused him not only just to not be able to wrestle anymore but to not fucking live yeah. You know, that, like, that's the shit that, like, boggles your brain, and it sucks. Um, can, we, can we also just talk about the mystery of where they get these fucking t- titles from? Because they're fucking awful. That's the mystery I want to know, because I want to fire whoever that is, but I digress. Okay. Oh, I got one. You got, I got one, huh? one. How How good would that eight-man tag have been at WrestleMania 10 if it didn't get canceled? We'll never know. Uh... <laughs> It's true. We won't uh, my my, fi- my final mystery is is how long did Vince McMahon not know that Savio Vega was on the payroll before he decided to let go of Savio Vega? He's just there, dude. He's always there. He's always, always there. Always there. All right. On that note, Michael, it's time to do the big reveal. Your March rest of the month. Right. Uh, all right. So I'm gonna list off. The, the final vote, and then I'm going to go through Ernest's, and I'm going to let you guys <laughs> enjoy Mine's this. Se- Hold on, Michael, Michael, Michael. Mine's a secret, though. No, it's not. Bitch, I have the fucking list. It ain't secret okay. no more. Stop talking my business, man. <laughs> Hold on, I got to fucking, I got to go back and look at this, because this isn't... Okay, <gasps> nine, okay? Well, I can tell you that this much, the wrestler of the month for the month of March was Dolph Ziggler. I got it right. Buddy, of course you got it right. You fucking, you voted him number one. Yeah. Okay. You should be. Uh, it's underrated. Why? AXE champion? Adam Page retained the AEW world title against Adam Cole, and you have him 23rd in your ranking or some bullshit. What do you mean? 
Oh, yeah. Here you go. Let's let, 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 let now now that we've unraveled Pandora's box, let's go through Ernest's fucking rankings here. Well, I hate this format because I, I I forget shit fucking like three weeks after the fact. Number twenty five, Will Ospreay. Twenty four, Bobby Lashley. Twenty three, Scott Hall. Twenty two, Big E. <laughs> twenty one, Adam Page. Twenty, the team that had the best match at Revolution. Jurassic Express, you know, they retained the tag titles against Red Dragon and the Young Bucks in a fucking banger. Let's, let's put them at 20. Ahead of them, we have uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Tomato Champs. Tomato Champs. Pat McAfee, who got announced of having a match at WrestleMania, but didn't actually do anything else except for his job. But he'll get he'll, he'll be back. Etch, because, you know, Edge. he cut some good promos and turned heel. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Gresham, who won the Progress title. The Briscoe Brothers. Black, right? The black guy, right? The black one. Okay, cool. Sammy Guevara, 14th. MJF, 13th. Bianca Belair at 12th. What did she do this month? Whip somebody with their hair and then missed the last three weeks because Becky crushed her throat with a chair? Becky cut, her, cut Becky's hair. But you have Adam Page at fucking 22. I made a mistake. Made a lot of mistakes. This is hard. This, 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 dude, I told you, this whole... Wardlow, Wardlow at 11. Finn Balor, RK Bro. Okay. You have Kevin Owens at 8. What did Kevin Owens do this month besides beat Seth Rollins in a match to retain the rights? Austin Bill was great. It wasn't the 8th best thing of the month. You're out of your fucking mind. So okay on that. To his face. Okay, it wasn't the eighth best thing in professional wrestling in the month of March. The payoff is is the pinnacle of April. We're getting there next week. We're going to get there next in a week. minute. Idiot. Uh, Jim's favorite wrestler, Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona at seven. Uh, six is CM Punk. Five is Carmelo Hayes. Four is Thunder Rosa. Three is Brock Lesnar. What exactly did Brock Lesnar do in the month of March except for walk around with a cowboy hat and go, partner? He'll rip the fucking door for fucking SUV. I'm glad that this is wrestler of the month and not entertainer of the month because, you know, it's zero wrestling. I'm having a knee slapper, buddy. He has the still a dick at two, and then he, of course, he has Dolph Ziggler at one. I got one right. Uh, myself and Joe both had Adam Page at number one. Because we're called intelligent people. Uh, Standings, top 10 through the month of March. First place is Brock Lesnar with 59 points. Sammy Guevara is second with 56 points. He is tied with Adam Page for second. Fourth place is Carmelo Hayes. Fifth place is Matt Cardona. Sixth is Braun Breaker. Seventh is Jurassic Express. Ninth is Bobby Lashley. Bobby! Thank you. (laughs) Ninth, CM Punk. And tenth is Dolph Ziggler. Bob! All right, nominees for this month so we can... Nominees for this week. Uh, Ernest has declared that he wanted to go first so he could take Bianca Belair, so I've already wrote her name in, so continue. I did not put Bianca Belair in my list. I'm, I'm going to no, 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 Stop, stop, I, stop. No, no, no. no. Number one, no. No, no. no. I can't take Bianca Belair. Number one is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. So anyway, moving on. Um, instead of going the WrestleMania route, I'm going to go the route of the real top guys of the weekend, and that is FTR. Top guys. At least somebody got it fucking right. 
I'm writing stuff down. Mike? Uh, Jim, take my pick. I will go with the prodigal son returning to WWE, Cody Rhodes. My answer, asshole. <laughs> well, it's not my fault that you didn't give the right answer the first time. All right, no neck. It's on you. It wouldn't have been my first pick. I don't have a problem with him, but he's not my first pick. Here. I can't read anything that says. I think it says that you're a moron. Bianca, get in there. There you go. Oh, wow. Shocker. What is what? what? Uh, Joseph? Um, I'm going to take the. I mean, yeah, right. You can't ignore it, right? Someone's going to nominate him, and this forces Ernest to actually. No, wait. Ernest loses his next. I'm done. Thing, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, 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 I'll give you guys an easy one though, so you can populate this with others. I'm going to take Roman Reigns. Uh, I'm going to take the guy who walked out of Supercard of Honor, the unified Ring of Honor World Champion. I will take the Black Guy, as Ernest calls him, Jonathan Gresham. Mr. Jordan Grace. Yes. He is so blessed. I love that, bro. Uh, Jim? Um, I'm going to go with a guy who um, has no business being as good as he is um, in a professional wrestling ring and probably has no business being as, as good as he is on a commentary table um, and is also has no business being as good as he is. Drinking beer, laying on his back on the floor of the AT&T Stadium for one of the greatest gifs of all time, and that's Pat McAfee. All right, so that's Patty Mac. Uh, Joseph? <coughs> what? <coughs> your, your your final selection? Wouldn't Jim get my last selection? Because I've already done two. Well... Jim, Jim, Jim took one of mine and one of Ernest's, so you'll you'll be the only one that gets three picks this week. He's oh, special. I love that for me. He's special. Um, did anyone nominate Jonathan Gresham? Yep, I did. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't paying attention. Um, what else is new? Let's see. Who else did something awesome at WrestleMania? You did. You didn't sleep. You know what? Just to piss off Ernest's wife, I'm nominating Johnny Knox. I mean, he was on my short list. <laughs> he was on mine too, for the record. Great. Now, 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 I have some fucking thinking to do because there's like. You can't look at that. Oh God, do I do it? I actually have Sammy on her too because Sammy, I, I, like I said, what a sport. Bro, trying to figure out if I if I want to do this or not. I'm gonna try to. You wanna do? I'm gonna try to rank these every week and then this. I guess try to see. Oh, that's what I do every fucking week. But you know. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Oh, I so I don't know if I want to who I want to take here because there's like there's three that are sticking out to me. So that's why I'm take Sh- take Charlotte Flair. It's easy. Fuck off. God, <laughs> do you ask people to piss in your Wheaties? It was not. No, right. I, had, I had a joke for that. I'm not gonna. It's kind of disgusting. You eat Wheaties though? You know what, fuck it. She got her first WrestleMania win. I'm taking Sasha and Naomi. Oh, wow. I like that. I like that. Wait, so that, that split? That, that split? No, if if you vote them in, we'll <coughs> get the same amount of points at the end of the month. Okay. 
Yeah, I was going back and forth between them, uh, Dakota and Raquel for for winning the tag titles, even though they lost them back. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about Mandy Rose, and the last one was Minoru Suzuki winning the Ring of Honor TV title, but I chose I chose to go the Sasha Banks because she got her first uh, first WrestleMania win. All right. You mean you didn't want to go with the new NXT tag team champions? <laughs> that last quarter? Yeah, yeah that was. That one. It was. It was. Uh, so re- or, can, can, before we go, because we're we're at the point where we're going to wrap up. Um, obviously, what's next for the NXT tag titles? I'd say a tournament. Do a tournament. The, the NXT does tournaments so well. Um, you literally just did the Dusty Classic, though. That's the problem with doing a tournament. They all right. have a real lack of tag teams if it's true that Imperium's getting, well, two-thirds well, you, called up. You just, you just, they just brought in Pretty Deadly from UK. They debuted this week. So you oh, have really? What I, what I would do or is... Do a I, fatal, fatal four-way. Well, I, I would go something completely different here. I would I would almost make someone run the gauntlet. Put six teams and make 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 somebody run the gauntlet. Put the Creed Brothers, Legato del Fantasma, Pretty Deadly. Um, who were the tag champs before? It wasn't Imperium. People. But uh, see that, but that could be the final straw. Imperium doesn't retain. They turn on Eichner, Barthel, and and Gunther leave. I still don't know if I'm buying these. The the I mean we're we're no, talking. If they're moving them up, the two of them up and leaving Eichner behind, that's the perfect shot to be the final straw to kick him out of Imperium and the two of them go. I, I just don't know if I buy it, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I think I would, I think I'd go almost like a run the gauntlet match because you could put a couple of random people together. Yeah. Or, and like, like me and you were talking, obviously we don't think that, you know, Wes should be penalized for yeah. his partner's idiotic decisions. Um, I said personally that I would have him come out with both tag titles, hand them over to whomever and whoever he hands them to basically go, we're taking these, but here's God, you're now the number one contender for Cameron Grimes, North American title. Yeah. I love that. And let him go, right. Let him see if he can win the North American title. You know, maybe he doesn't win it, but maybe you have a great match out of it between him and Cameron Grimes, two young guys that, that I think are really good for the NXT division. So, um, but yeah, uh, that whole situation is kind of fucked up, all of it. Yeah, it's – I saw a tweet yesterday. It's something along the lines of, like, sometimes in a complicated situation, like, both people are fucked up. <coughs> and then I think it kind of summed it up, you know. Look, I, I, don't, I don't know – I don't know who is factual. I don't know what – but I think – it's there's there's two people who need help. That, that that that's that's what I'll say. There's two people that need help, and um, and it needs to be done behind. But you not know, on, she's not on social media, too, right? right? It needs to be not not done on Twitter. She's a, she's a former wrestler too, right? Former wrestler. She's a, she wrestler. a wrestler. impact. Oh, okay, okay. You know, she used it, to wrestle in WWE. She was part of the May Young Classic. Right. Yeah, it's just it, that's one of those things that like, you know, and I'm I'm not trying to silence anyone's voice no. or to speak on their experience, but when it, it that that situation does not need to play out, play itself out right now on social media. Agreed. 
Agreed. Uh, uh, Jim, uh, who was the wrestler of the year this year for you guys? Because I didn't get to listen to that part. Uh, it, 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 oh, fuck so, off, Ernest. Our show's already our show's already out there. It's not a not, spoiler. You have to watch it live. Um, Do it, live. it was Matt Cardona. 80 points for the year. Matt Cardona, uh, Roman Reigns. Bit of a valiant effort at the end, but if you if you did the math, um, Matt Cardona had it locked up last week. It'll be Dolph Ziggler, bro. Okay. What did? How many did Roman end up with? Like seventy-eight. Seventy-three, I think. But uh, Bianca did crack the top ten. She actually jumped from eleven to nine this week and knocked Braun Beaker out. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, your shit, Jim. Week, I think I think next week. <laughs> One or two or possibly all of you um, will be joining us because Ryan and Matt are away. And then uh, where's Matt going? They're, they're both going to the beach for the weekend. Beach in PA. Interesting. They're going uh, to the beach. Beach. Going to catch a wave. Oh, they're driving to oh, the God. beach at the coast, but whatever. Um, but uh, so we won't do any wrestler of the week on our end next week. We're taking a week off before launching the uh, the year two. Makes sense beach jim plug your shit all right you can uh follow me at big jim sports the show is three count thursday uh, at three count thursday facebook twitter instagram of course all podcast platforms go to three count thursday.com you'll find merchandise youtube all the links there um you can all you just like big max shirt right there the rick o'shea he's still a day our only our only double-sided shirt by the way um so so that's super exciting um, and then, uh, Huddle Up Podcast as well. Um, Facebook, Twitter, at Huddle Up Podcast. Uh, we have our merch and everything. Uh, just hit I the like. What's that? I got a free shirt. Oh, you can buy a shirt, you oh, dick. Fuck, dude, I'm, I'm part of your Patreon. Buy a shirt, asshole. I bought one. <laughs> I know you give said. shit away. Hey, I pay $2 off your fucking Patreon. But it ain't free 99. Yeah, and we give you fucking content every week. So eat a dick. That's what you get. We don't give you oh, free shit. Joe, don't Jeff, get excited. You know, did you wish Clay Travis yesterday? Nobody invited oh, me to eat a dick. Clay Travis is a dick. Fuck, bro. So rude. Fuck. <laughs> Damn right I am. Uh, Huddle Up Podcast. Uh, check us out. Um, all podcast platforms. Just find the link tree in our social media. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Before we go. Discussions with nobody. What we? What's going on with that? What are we doing? Uh, I I gotta I gotta. You need fuck- me on the show one time? You need me to do another show? Uh, I, you need to do another fucking show. It's gonna get yeah. You don't need nobody needs to hear you talk more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it, it it'll get relaunched here at some point. I just I what I need to do is I need to just do it. A bunch of episodes do in the do can. it. I need to get some episodes in the can and actually just just do it. Yeah. Do it. Uh, do it. I, I do it in the can. I would say Joe, plug your shit, but you're never on Twitter anymore. Uh, he is. It's just under a different alias. I'm not even gonna plug myself. <laughs> oh hey, I feel like I really made it because someone I used to hook up with in Maine all the time mm-hmm. messaged me the other day on Facebook and was like, "Dude, I saw you on Pornhub." So like, that's a thing. I understand how anal works. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. See, like, you never even need to, like, have the the other guy. Well, especially Ryan. I have plenty of Ryan sound drops. But Ryan, I, I need to have him on the show. He's just always here. It's big. <laughs> it's enormous. 
you can follow uh, me at they call me burn on Twitter. You can follow the show at take the number three wrestling. Uh, also, if you're local to the South Florida area and want to listen to a podcast about our uh, men's baseball league, I launched that one. Uh, you can find that at Sunny Days and Double Plays. Uh, I don't have any social media for that yet, but it's coming. So, other than that, uh, Ernest, plug your shit so we can go the fuck home. You get a well, rib job well, too. You are home. Okay. Buddy, bring the fucking show home, you dumb fucking. EJ Christopher Seven on, on on what? On Twitter, yes. Twitter. If you're not spreading your butt cheeks, I don't want to look. <laughs> uh, your podcast, of course. Of course, all podcast catchers. Uh, we just did a watch along me and Jim on the Hogan Rock match from 20 years ago. We're gonna, I'm gonna put that up this weekend. Actually, actually, a fun time. And follow it and. What'd you say? I'm gonna follow it in. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. God bless you guys. And you suck the little thing out. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Love you guys. This okay, bye. Good work, buddy. Later.